0: You know we had to do a podcast, right? What's your name, fat buddy? Of course, you were taking food, what the I'm not back, I'm big bomb. I'm gonna eat it. You owe me for what? I've got bigger titties than you did.
1: Bullshit, because nobody fucking had ease back at that point for a bigger dot. I'm not everyone's cup of tea, but I might be somebody's shot of whiskey. You can't think about, hey, I need to lose 100 pounds, to think about winning that day. Fucking, I want a cheeseburger and a milkshake. Yo, what's up, fat leads, and welcome to episode 36 of the Fat Boy Jiu Jitsu podcast. I damn near said that wrong because I haven't said it in such a long time. Man, if you're still out there and you just downloaded this podcast because you've been a fan before, Thank you. Um, I'm sorry that it has taken me so long to get back. Um, There is a a couple things happened uh, since the last podcast. I mean, I I know, um, I think the last one I did, I was telling you guys, we we had already moved into our new house and and getting things together um, and there was uh, some issues and, and let me tell you, Those uh those buying new house uh or buying a house and moving in and and sometimes walking into someone else's problems hit us pretty hit us below the belt a couple times, twice, and uh had to get dealt with and you know me being the person I am, I'm, I'm not quick to write a check. I'd rather do, if I can do it myself, um, and save some money. And, and in this case, a lot of fucking money. Um, I, uh, that's, that's the route I'm going to go. <clears throat> so there was a stretch of time there where it was, um, I'd go to work. I wouldn't, you know, we, I wasn't training, uh, like, you know, doing jujitsu or anything or, or going to a morning class or even night class. Cause I'd, I'd go to work, um, get back home as, you know, as, as quick as possible. Luckily at that time, you know, my, my, mother-in-law was, was here. So I didn't have to worry about, you know, logistically picking up, uh, our son or, or, you know, going to daycare and, you know, and everything, everything else that comes with having kids. Um, not, eh, it sounds negative, but, um, you know, just, the normal stuff so i was able to just concentrate and focus on on the house and so you know it'd be like all right go to tonight we're gonna go to lowe's or home depot buy some shit come back home work on it until you know to 10, 10 o'clock at night fall asleep fucking wake up go to work do the exact same thing over and over and over and you know it uh shit it it was rough. It was rough for a second, and um, luckily uh, persevered, and uh, you know I was able to get a, a handle of things. But it, let me say it was it was very challenging. So then, you know, I naturally just start going back to jujitsu again. Start work my way back into to teaching the kids class um, with with uh, fellow instructors. So. I kind of got back in the groove and, and that for me that I've noticed that every time I am teaching the kids class, it just drives me to be there more when I'm not teaching, um, the kids class. It's like, uh, well I won't go today or I won't go tomorrow. And, and this has been happening. You know, I, I noticed that even before where I moved to Fort Myers, I taught the kids class in the same class in the same school. And it was the exact same way. When I wasn't teaching classes, I'd be more relaxed about myself going to train. Uh, The more I teach classes, the more I go. So this kind of helped me um, get back into a routine of work, you know, kids' jujitsu, adult jujitsu, home, bam. And, um, well, it's. No surprise that, I, I mean, if you follow the podcast, you also probably followed my Instagram feed. Um, and you know that I've uh, started training for a sprint triathlon. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I'm definitely kind of nervous because uh, I'm going to be doing. Well, the one thing I fucking hate the most is running. I hate that with a passion. However, lately, the fact that I can run, um, and I don't feel my joints in pain, I'm like, okay, I can do this, you know, keep my, keep my chest up, chest out, bam, and just running. It feels great. But, um, the triathlon is is uh is a way to challenge myself um and you know i'm tomorrow is week five and tomorrow that i got on the dock is uh i gotta do i'm gonna do 500 yards of swimming and it's probably gonna be broken down as fifty yards a 50 yard warm up followed by I'm going to do four by 100 with a 30 second rest in between and then 50 cool. Um, and these are yards guys, not meters. I wish, um, actually the city I live in, uh, there's a park being rebuilt. Um, it's it was there before, but they have, uh, an Olympic pool, um, and it's it's an outdoor pool, but you know, it's gonna suck during the summer because I don't think we're gonna be able to use it as much because of all the thunderstorms. But I um I can't wait to to be able to use it and to see what it looks like. And what I've learned, like and like I said, five weeks in, and I'm really enjoying this training. And I got first of all, I gotta thank my wife so much because I'm. I don't know how she puts up with me sometimes cause I know I told you guys when I, when I started keto and every other time I started something, I'm like, Oh, I'm just going to do this. And I have expected her in, in, you know, the drop of the hat to be like, okay, um, well fine, we'll just do it this way. And, um, I've actually, Actively tried not to do this this time and was able to still bring in the training for the triathlon, but just bites into my time. And so, let me explain. Um, because we've, I don't, man, let me tell you, I don't, for the life of me, when I fall asleep, I'm asleep. And I, I I'm guessing it's because I know she's sleeping next to me that if the baby cries, mm, I don't, I don't move a muscle. Oop. Don't hear her some most of the time. And I just stay sleeping. Um, we've had a couple instances in uh, recently where my wife had to, um, well, one, yeah, one or two nights where she's had to travel for work and it was a real challenge for me cuz this is you know my mother-in-law's gone and it was just okay me and the kids and when she's not here baby cries i'm up but it's psychologically when she's here oh i'm i'm not waking up for shit but because of that my job is get our son ready for school in the morning and take him to the bus stop so i've ab- been able to say, all right, well, if I, you know, train at five o'clock in the morning, you know, wake up between four and four thirty on my Jocko shit, um, get to get to the gym. If I got to do something in my garage before, um, so do that, do, you know, get the workout and still get home by the time my son wakes up and it's just, you know, that, that was my sleeping time and I've been able to finagle adding the training in without really causing any change in, in the way we do things in the house and that's really helped, I believe, and, and let me tell you that the training, man, I'm like I said I'm loving it. I I get that uh the endorphin rush constantly and I just love it. I it sucks sometimes waking up at five o'clock in the morning, four thirty to you know to get to the gym but boy when I'm done I'm I'm fucking loving it it's great and what really what I've really been enjoying is is the swimming. Um I know I've mentioned this in the just in post but when I was um from the years I believe was nine and thirteen I swam competitively with the uh the YMCA and I remember back then, the goal was, my dream was to make it to the 2000 Olympics, and I stopped swimming, because I couldn't swim for high school, I think it was, like, yeah, I was already done with eighth grade, so I couldn't swim for the high school and be at the YMCA, um, and... I didn't do it in high school cause it was the first time that like it was really drilled in that I had man boobs and it was, it fucking, it fucked with me. Like I couldn't do it. I, I just, I did not want to be shirtless in a pool and, um, it didn't bother me before when I was in the YMCA, it, it didn't bother me, you know, and, and a lot of the, the teams, the team we were on, they'd known, you know, we'd known each other since for four years. So it was, it was just, we were just different people, you know, and nothing, nobody really fucked with each other about that. And, um, so I stopped swimming and, but let me tell you, like, I was good, decent to the point where I think it was like at the highest 12th or 13th in the state. Um, But then again, do I, I mean, yeah, I know the dream was to make it to the Olympics. Do I think I ever would have? I don't know. I I was never, I would never have been that good and, and seeing the swimming that's, gets done. No, there's no way. But the fact that I have swam before, I mean, When I started swimming early in the month for the triathlon, it it, it was just, it came back. It was, um, man, it was so much fun. I've been having a lot of fun doing it. Um, And I'm enjoying, what I'm finding out about myself in the running is I am enjoying the fact that because I've lost so much weight, I can actually do this and not be in, in physical pain. And because of that, I try to, you know, let's, let's see how hard we can go and, or let's see how long we can go. Um, so I'm, I'm, but I'm also trying to do that within the parameters of the training. Um, I'm not trying to go a hundred percent on every, these, on all these workouts. Um, my plan and, and been reading a lot of uh, about coaching i'm trying to stay a lot of these workouts within you know zone 2 heart rate to build an aerobic base so that come race uh, race day i'm going to be fucking great like and the goal for me like isn't while it is to finish the triathlon I don't want to finish the triathlon and collapse because, you know, pure, not just pure exhaustion or just, I want to be able to com- complete it and be like, bro, let's go. You know, not that I want to do it again, but I want to feel, you know, like I don't want it to be the most difficult thing ever. Um, cause I want to be prepared for it. And I think going in and saying, you know, not that, um, I'm going to finish it and want to do it again, but I think the ability to do that would be great. And the goal is to, to get as close to that as possible. And I want to try to do, I want to try to finish it within 90 minutes An hour 30. Um, Realistically, I think that's what I you know. I definitely can hit that time. I, that's what I'm pushing for today. I could not. Um, there's no way in hell I would hit that time today, especially with the run I did Friday. Or when I mean when I say run, guys, I, I really mean jog because there's no. This fat boy's not really running so much as as a, a quick shuffle. So. What was it? It was like um, three point. Oh, I was so fucking pissed because I thought, man, I was I was looking at my Apple Watch, and by the way, this Apple Watch my my wife gave me for Valentine's Jose, the greatest thing I have now. Like with the activity tracker, you know, I'm 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 hooked with it. Like trying to close rings and and actually bumping up uh, workout schedules and. And you know how much calories I have to burn throughout the day, but I really love it. It makes me, it really does push myself. Right. But it's great for, you know, and I don't know if how accurate it is. Um, I used to have a, I've taken pictures with the damn heart rate monitor. Um, the Timex one. And, um, I don't know where the hell it is when we move from Fort Myers can't find it. So I'm relying on the watch a lot. Um but so I was running and I look at the watch and it said three point oh seven. But because I was I don't know if I was running, just tired, I saw three point seven and I was like, Oh shit, I already did a five K. I'm gonna stop and I was I was already turning up to my street, so I was like, Oh I'm gonna stop, I'll be great. Um and um I get to the house, I stop the watch and this is I was like damn So I ran 3.07 I think it was like 44-45 minutes So that's That's like fucking horrible But For the most part I ran in that Heart rate zone Didn't um, raise up so much So we'll see what that, uh, that helps build I'm really interested to see What How all this aerobic training is going to help my jujitsu and in just my ability to breathe and ability to control my heart rate or you know or just have that cardio base. Um, so it's it's great. And the reason I like I really am enjoying this triathlon training and in In beginning the training for this triathlon, um, I started thinking, you know, what, Juan, how the how are you going to make sure that you don't balloon back up to, you know, three eighty, and um, and funny, <laughs> every time I gained the weight back, I went up at least ten pounds. So this time, if I go up, it probably won't be three eighty five. Maybe 395 or maybe four oh five, you know. So I know you know, I know I harp on the, the no cheat day things, and let me tell you what, as of right now, I feel great. I'm not gonna cheat. Do I feel like one day I'm probably gonna it's gonna happen? Yeah, I, I do. But it's not gonna be today, and it won't be tomorrow. So you're gonna catch me another day, and and you know it's, it's hard. It it get, really does get easier. Um, I'm gonna challenge myself with the triathlon being the first of the of the medals. My goal, and this is going to be a lifetime goal. This is not something that's going to be, you know, it's not going to be e- easily achieved. And I've, I've thought a lot about this and it's this goal that I want. It scares me, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to go after it. I am going to earn a medal from a physical activity. Whether it be like this triathlon, whether it be 5Ks, 10Ks, you know, running events, um, those fucking Spartan races, jiu events, things of that nature. And my goal is to win one medal for every pound I've lost. And as of right now, according to the Weight Gurus app, which by the way, Weight Gurus, like I got a. I got a shout out to wake goose cause they hooked me up with a new Bluetooth scale cause I was complaining. Um, I couldn't update my scale all the time because when I weigh myself in night in, or, or, you know, or late at night or early in the morning, I don't want to wake up the baby, turn on the light. So their scale, the scale was, uh, it was never black backlit. So they hooked me up with a new scale and that's Bluetooth and it works it's tremendous, it's awesome, anyways, so I am, oh, fucking sprinklers, so now that, thank you, sorry, I had to go turn off the sprinklers, that just tells me there's one more thing I gotta fix, I gotta try to fix the rain sensor on the sprinkler system, because apparently, it's not working, and it's rained like six times heavy today, so that's definitely, there's definitely a problem with that, and I gotta fix that, but, I was saying, as of right now, um, it is 161.5, so I thought it was 150, and now it is 161. As of today, I need to earn 161 medals, or 162, I'm going up, and like I said, this is not going to be something that's going to be easily achieved, and, um, but, the the training I'm doing right now it's um I can see how I can continue. I like I I really do like it and um, we'll see where this goes. Um and then the other part was this weekend um at the Henato Tavares our association um seminar I um. I had to fight back tears, as three of um. Three of my best friends and black belt professors. Um. Each each one of them gave gave a speech about me. Um. Right before I was um. I was promoted to brown prom belt. And man, it's it's so crazy. Like never ever did I expect it to be happening now. Um it's it's definitely making me look at at, at things differently. Um i'm excited for this new 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 belt new challenges that comes along with it and um man all i can say is that color is beautiful because it matches my eyes that lip poop brown and well so the podcast ain't over yet right um today i got a i got a guest for you guys and it is um it is the host and creator of the BJJ power hour, Chris waters. And, uh, Chris is a, is a white belt. I actually not. I'm correct myself. He just earned his blue belt recently. And I apologize. Chris earned his black belt earlier this month. Um, or earlier last month, about August 17th. So congratulations to him. But, uh, he is doing an awesome job and his podcast, the BJJ power hour. And I'm excited. I got to sit down and, and talk to him. Um, so, um, during the podcast, there's a little bit, especially early on with, uh, on Chris's side, there was a little bit of, um, audio problems, but I think it cleared up, uh, about five or six minutes into the conversation um, I really do hope you guys enjoyed. It was a great podcast. Um, so without further ado, here it is. BJJ Power Hour with uh Chris Water. Yo, Fat leads, what's up? I am joined today by Mr. Chris Waters, the owner and uh the well The podcast host of the BJJ Power Hour. What's up, man? And you know what? Congratulations to Chris. He just received his blue belt. Man, that's fucking awesome. How long have you been training, Chris? Um, I've been training since November of 2016
0: at same school since February of 2017. So just a little over, almost, almost years in total.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's... Man.
0: It's a funny story, man. So, like, I got into jiu Dude, I was in, like, a really shitty relationship. Like, mm-hmm. It was just not a good relationship at all. Like, she was crazy, and, and I was a little crazy myself. Dude, I was over 300 pounds. I, I was just in the worst shape of my life. And I had all this, like, just angst and emotion, just this real, up. like, I felt like everywhere I had to go, I had to be a tough guy. I walked into a local UFC gym, because I didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I told the girl, I didn't want to get punched in the face, because I've had that happen enough, um, but I needed something to help with aggression, and I didn't just want to lift weight. She was like, well, you need to try do jitsu was um but i walked in and i got strangled and arm and everything else uh, i have no idea how many times. <laughs> and i fell in love with it. and i just kept going back and kept going back and i've been doing it ever since
1: wow that's so. that's interesting you know how it, it's always interesting for me to find someone, you know, especially on the bigger side that loved it immediately, because I'm not going to lie, Chris. Um, I, I, I had a similar, a similar story. Um, I wasn't in, in a bad relationship. Um, uh, just me and my wife, we, I, man, I was drinking a lot. And, um, I'm not one of those, like I'd go downtown Orlando and I'd be one of those fucking drunks that, um, that if someone like kind of shoulder shrugged you, like I'd, I'd be ready to fight. Um, and I wanted to, and the crazy thing is I just, bro, I'm going to tell you right now, I did not know how to fight. If I would've got punched, oh, I probably would've fucking cried like a bitch and, you know, in the fetal position. Um, but it was just, I felt so big. I felt like, no, you know, nobody's going to, nobody's going to be able to take me down and nobody was going to be pushing me around. You know, you can't move me. I'm just so much mass. So, um, I started watching with you know met friends and we started watching, uh, uh, MMA and specifically it was, um, a Joe daddy Stevenson fight. And I forgot who the fuck his his opponent was. Um, but it was a main event and Joe daddy choked out this dude. I think it was in the third round. And I said, you know what? I want to start training jujitsu. And my wife was, uh, like, oh, are you sure about that? I was like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start. I had, um, picked up a, a mountain bike and I was riding mountain bikes, like, um, 10, 15 miles a day to try, you know, in order to lose weight. But I'm like, no, you know what? I'm going to try this. Um, so I started doing it and well, I didn't start doing it. I went to, I went to Gracie Baja school in, uh, in Orlando and dude told me how much it was to sign up. You know, there was a contract So I walked out of the school and he goes, oh, you know, if you want, come back tomorrow or whatever and uh, and sign up. I walked out of the school and I walked to my truck or my truck, my car. And as soon as I got there, I said, no, I turned around and I said, no, I got to sign this contract now, because if I leave, I'm not going to I'm not going to do it. So I signed the contract. I didn't even do the class that night, came back the next night, did the class. And I regretted signing the contract because I did not like it. I fucking hated it. I could not shrimp. I barely ran around. I was a heavy smoker back then. I barely could run around the mat. And I didn't want to do it. Um, I get home and uh, we're talking to my roommate. And um, he had some some smart ass shit to say. Because he was like, oh, is this going to be another thing that you pick up, you start, and you don't ever do? And I was like. Fucking asshole! Like he called me on my bullshit, and yeah. it, it, it 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 was rough to hear. And honestly, despite him, I kept going back. And by going back, I fell in love. But it was just it. It's crazy how you know most pe most people say they loved it their first day. Um, and you know they kept coming back, and it's great. Like me, I I, I didn't I didn't like it. I couldn't move. I didn't feel right. Um, there was no gi for me, which didn't help. Uh, so I was, you know, most of the time doing like dressed like a Sambo guy, gi top, that barely fit belt that barely fit and, uh, and gym shorts. And that's how, and that's how I started Jiu Jitsu. Yeah. Like, so I think that I'll
0: be honest, man, that's one of the, I'm fairly new to the podcast game. I'm fairly new to
1: jujitsu. You're fairly guys, new to the podcast man. game, but well, let me tell you, you've had man. I went through the your your playlist. you the the amount of guests you had. The people you have on. I am impressed that you know, like I go man. He's just probably going at it. He's he's on his Gary V shit and just saying yo. Every day I'm gonna get you on. I'm gonna get you on. I'm gonna get you on. And that's and bro, I'm proud of you, man. That's awesome.
0: I'll tell you, man, I'm so thankful for the people in my life uh, who pushed me, like, in in jiu-jitsu and out of jiu-jitsu. Like, man, my professor um, told me one time, he said, man, you already have your no. You already have the answer no. So why not go for the answer yes? And it just clicked. Because I wanted, you know, I wanted to do a podcast, and my wife had really pushed me and encouraged me to do it. And so I started it. You know, man, I had shoulder surgery on my left shoulder. I I tore my shoulder off shit. Um, Believe it or not, man, I was at my house before we lived together. I fell down a flight of stairs, and I tore my shoulder off shit. Um, And and, I had shoulder surgery. I was down and out. She was taking care of me. And uh, she goes, you need to do that podcast. Dude, I was just, I wasn't doing anything good with my life at the moment because uh, I couldn't train, you know, mm-hmm. I
1: was just, what well, is it, that hard saying? Hard. Idle hands are the devil's playthings, ain't it? Do what? That idle hands are the devil's playthings. You know, when you, when you don't have shit to do, okay. you, you know, that's when you get into worse shit.
0: Like, I just went to a dark place in my mind. And she could tell, you know what I'm saying, man? Because she knows she knew. Like, I was, like, she could tell that, like, if I, like, I was just getting depressed and, and I wasn't feeling good. And I lost a shitload of weight before I had my surgery, man. Like, so when I started jiu I was 303 pounds. Um, uh, March of, so that was in November of 20. 20- uh, at least 17 And just a few months later I was already down to 240 pounds Oh wow and man I was on like Yeah dude I was eating super super healthy Like I was working out I was doing two jiu classes a day I was doing a crossfit class every day um, I started jogging Gym program um, I mean dude like I was just Like For like putting it in and it wasn't like, you know, sometimes like when you work out or when you diet, um, like it gets to be like this super, um, super don't really like it becomes
2: just a pain in the butt you, you feel miserable, man, for these few months, it was not like that at all for me. Like I loved every single minute of it. Like it was a challenge. It was something I enjoyed. It was something I wanted to do. Like, uh, and, and mostly, man, I, I, I thank the people around me for that. You know, the, uh, I think the, you know, the, the Rafael Hassandos and the Billy Fletchers and the, the training partners and the owners and operators in my gym, because they're the ones that taught me how to change the way I think, mm-hmm. you know, and I got down all this weight and then I get this shoulder surgery. Like, dude, I'm, I'm bad again. Like, and, and I'm not feeling good about myself. And, And I don't want to eat and all I want to do is sleep and it's, it was just crazy, man. And so my wife being, uh, being as awesome as she is, um, Hey, I'm I'm sorry. Hang on for a second.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Being as awesome as she is was like, look, you need to do this podcast. You have been talking about doing a podcast before. This will give you something to do. I was like, sweet. So I just started doing the podcast and um I knew Connor DeAngelis because he came from the same gym I did. Okay. And at the time he was the number one purple belt in the world. And so um you know, through through Hoffa, our instructor, I reached out to Connor. And I got his info, and we started talking, and because I got Connor on, I was able to get some other people. And, dude, I just went on Instagram and it started asking people. Like, That's I'm fun. talking, I would send, oh, I don't know, 15 messages a day. Like, hey, my name's Chris Waters, I'm the owner, I'm the creator and host of the BJJ Power Hour, and I would love to hear your story about how jiu-jitsu changed your life. I would love to hear about, you know, what jujitsu's done for you personally. And dude, I would just, I would solicit the crap out of these people. Like every chance I got, man, like it got to a point to where Instagram banned me from sending messages for 10 days. (laughs) Wow. They wouldn't allow me to send a a message to anybody that wasn't my friend on Instagram. Like if I followed them, but they didn't follow me back. You
1: couldn't send them a message.
2: Like, and that's how serious I was about it, man. And
1: Damn, well, great job on you to, to, you know, to do that. Um, That's fucking amazing.
2: Well, it's just, dude, everybody, I mean, Juan, everybody's got a story, man. And, like, I'm so adamant about, um, because, you know, firsthand, like, you know, you said when you walked in there, dude, you hated it. Like, you hated it. And, look, there are people that don't get there until two years in three years in, they're like me. They, they go in there and they get their butt kicked and they love it because they're just twisted in some kind of way. I don't know. Um, but they they love it and and they start learning how to move their body and, and defend and this, that, and the other. And then two and a half, three years in, now they're like just burnt out and they train once a week maybe. Um, and even then, they kind of just half-ass it. But then there are people that have never done it before that are really curious and uh the thing that i found in common between these two groups of people was just motivation They just needed someone i felt um to kind of push them over that ledge you know and the one thing that always has motivated me was stories and hearing their struggles and and hearing you know that have happened them because they made a decision or, or whatever, and that's why I started the podcast was because I wanted to hear other people's story and I wanted to give people an outlet, to tell their story and encourage other people to if they are in a rut in jujitsu to keep going, mm-hmm. um, and if they've never tried it to start, dude, it'll change your life.
1: It, it will.
2: You know, dude that's I mean, that's where I'm at with a lot of this stuff, man. I just I don't know, why to it's done so much for me, man.
1: You know, so, dude for so I got a question. What you are you said you're down what are you down to right now?
2: Dude, to be honest, I don't even know. Man, I ha- I know before my shoulder surgery I got down to like almost two hundred and thirty pounds.
0: Mm-hmm. Um
2: and man, after my surgery and, and doing this whole podcast thing, I got in a real bad funk, um, and so I'm I'm kind of kickstarting. Uh,
1: so it, it wasn't you know that that question. <laughs> I um I know I know that all too well. I um yeah. when I first started judo, um I was probably 372, and my highest weight was 385. And I think I may have lost the same thirty to forty pounds five or six times, Chris. I would lose, I would get down to three thirty, three ten, and then and and something would happen, and I would just, I just start ballooning back up. And it got to the point where you know my my instructor had told me he goes, if you never get to two seventy five, you, you're never going to get your brown your your blue belt or I'm sorry your purple belt. Um, and, uh, legit would threaten me with that because of how bad my, my weight was. And I just kept on it just balloon. It was just, you know, I cheated a lot on my, on myself. And so that's when I started uh, adopting, you know, that whole, I just, re, and it just a year ago, you know, 49 weeks ago, I adopted the whole no cheat day mentality. And it's been going great since. And I I only. Exactly. So I allow myself no cheat days. And and the reason I. It's kind of crazy. Because I started thinking about like this. On your spouse. And if you're playing. Say a game of poker with friends or whatever. Do you guys allow cheating? Most people don't. No. Why is it. That your diet is the one place that you allow yourself to cheat. If you look at your car. Like a a race car. You got, you know, jet, jet fuel. You got 93. You got, you know, 103. Why the fuck would you put 85? Or 87? Why would you put junk in it? So, I start seeing it like that. And... Don't get me wrong. I'm 49 weeks without a cheat day. It's, it's going to happen. I don't know when, but I'll tell you what. It won't be today.
0: Mm.
2: Now, is that like, have you, is it tougher than you thought?
1: Um, In, the beginning. Thought, in like, the beginning. In the beginning. No, no, now it's, now it's tough to want to cheat. I don't want to, I don't, I really don't, because I already know, um, I already know how amazing, like, I feel, and the amount of energy I have and stuff, and I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't need to feel shitty, I just, that food does not do it that for me, it just doesn't, now, that doesn't mean I don't, I've never overeaten within my diet, but I don't step out,
2: yeah, yeah, it's not like you're going to get double quarter pounder cheeseburger, large fries, a Coke, and a milkshake. Correct. You know. For sure, man. And that's kind of, like, and that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I'm getting so like, a big thing was uh, the doctor put me on steroids because I would start eating healthy and I would start doing classes and stuff. But, man, I just couldn't lose weight in crazy McDonald's or drinking sodas or, you know, like that. I went to my doctor, I told him what was going on, and he goes, yeah, so, like, drink a lot more water. And I was like, man, what are you talking about? I'm drinking almost a gallon of water a day. And he said, yeah, well, some of these steroids, they really sit in your system. And if you want them flushed out and you want to start being able to get healthy again, the fastest way to flush them out is just drink a crap load of water. And you'll start seeing the weight come off. I was like, "All right, so, man." To be honest, that's kind of where I'm at. Mm-hmm. It feels like I'm starting over.
1: But you know what? It doesn't. You're not being stagnant.
2: Exactly. That's what I'm gonna say. Like, it's not like a, it's not like a day one starting over. It's kind of like I'm on a new grid. Mm-hmm. And it's just square one. You know, like I might not be two thirty anymore. But you know what, man. I'm able to do the warm up without being gassed out.
1: That dude, that's a win. And
2: that's you, that's a huge win.
1: You know how long I mean win. that's that's taken a long time for me.
2: Yeah, you know. It's like, it, and like, and that's kind of what I have to tell myself. You know, like I have to look at small wins. You know, like hey, you know what Chris, you can do. Like the other day we did, you know, we got done with the warm up, whatever. We did some sprawls and I was able to do 15 sprawls in a row. Like, that's awesome. Dude, that's legit. And I know a lot of people probably listen to your podcast and they're like 15 sprawls, you know, what? Like that's nothing. No. And a- for, for a guy with a bum knee and a bum shoulder and carrying around, you know, I it's 300 pounds. That's a lot. That's a lot, you know, not to mention the fact
1: that I've been an asthmatic my whole life. Well, and I was, um, talking about this earlier and I, I just started, uh, running more. And now that I've lost so much weight, I noticed that how, how much easier it is because I'm not in pain all the time. And what, you know, a lot of it, it's kind of crazy because when we're overweight, it's like. You want to push yourself through the pain, however, you don't want to push yourself through the pain to where you get injured. So it's it's kinda of crazy like when how how hard do you go? Yeah. Do you yeah. are you in pain because you hurt yourself? Or are you in pain because you're overweight and your joints are just giving out?
2: Yeah, and that's so like um like crab walks. You know, like there's backwards crab yes. walks and stuff. Like, I'm not able to do that stuff because of my shoulders and my wrists, man. They're just all... They're they're just not... I mean, it's it's just not going to happen. But what I can do is I have the ability to hold... So, like... I'm not a big fan of compromise. (laughs) I'm just not, man. Like, either I'm going to do it or I'm not going to do it. You know, Just the mentality, a lot in my life is just you're either going to shit or get off the pot. And the one thing that Jiu Jitsu's taught me is that even in compromise, there can be victory. So like, I'm not able to do a crab walk. So instead of me accepting defeat and the fact that I can't do a crab walk, I'm going to get in a position and I'm going to hold that position for as long as I can. Now, if it's five seconds, 10 seconds or 15 seconds, I'm going to hold it. I'm not just going to stand there while the rest of the class does it. You know? Mm -hmm. So I find these little compromises. When I feel my shoulder burn, I'll keep going. When it feels like someone's jamming a knife in it, I'll stop.
1: So you're making sure you're working as the class is working and you're not sitting on the sideline because you can't do something.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and, because, I mean, man, like if I did that, if I sat on the sideline every time I didn't, I didn't physically have the ability to do anything, I'd still be a two-stripe white belt. Because, man. man, I'm not flexible. I'm not strong. I'm not fast. You know? But I've had to make adaptions. And I've had to say, okay, well, I can't do it like guy A, guy B, and guy C.
1: And that is the beautiful thing about jujitsu.
2: No, absolutely, absolutely. Man. We
1: can all have our own game.
2: Yep, for sure. And well, dude, and dude, I was super blessed, man. Uh, a guy in my gym, one of the black belts. Um, he's not very flexible in his hips. Like his hips don't move very well. Mm-hmm. They don't open very wide. And so, because of that, now don't get me wrong. The dude is like team all body, like jacked, like. <laughs> really good shape but he just is not flexible and he can't move so he can really he's really related to me and in, in the fact of limited mobility and so he's helped me with like my deep half guard game and my half guard game and okay chris now use your weight here or tp here and and, and you don't don't you don't have to go fast but make sure your presser's right so you can walk slow and get to where you need to be
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know and and you're right, man. Just the beauty of jujitsu is that we can have our own game. And you know, I'm taught by a man who, I mean, his best friend is Cabrinha. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. that's literally the caliber of of instructor that I have. You know, I mean, he is, you know, he's he's as legit as legit comes and he's an amazing professor and he cares about his students and um you know his game is totally different than mine but at the same time everything i've learned i've learned from him you know what i'm saying
1: mm-hmm. i do like
2: he showed me half guard but i've had to adapt half guard to where it works for me you know and you're right, dude. It's
1: and I'm a- not. And, and and I'm going to tell you. And because I'm experiencing this right now, where because of my size, I chose half guard. Half guard. You know, half guard for a big guy is is bread and butter. You know. Yep. Um. And what I've learned is, after losing as much weight as I have, um, when I have you in half guard, uh, or even even in deep you're not off balance like you used to be cuz there's not enough of me around anymore and it is really it's making me work that much harder to get to perfect the technique so it still works and it's let me tell you um it's it's eye opening um what what you I used to you know what I used to have a very high percentage rate of doing now it's, man, laughable. Hmm. It's interesting.
2: Yeah, so the, uh, dude, there's a guy you got to check out. You probably know him. Um, his name is Tiago Rocha.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, no, um, I do not.
2: Dude, you got to check this guy out. So Tiago Rocha is a super small dude. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, he's a little bigger as far as height. He's a little taller than Bruno Malfestini, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: but, like, he's got a super wide chest, but he doesn't have a stomach. Like, he's not big like us, but he is, like, the master of deep half and half guard, and he used, like, I don't know if he used to be big or whatever, but the way he moves is almost like, it looks like he used to be a bigger guy, and now he's a skinny guy that moves like a big guy. Wow. like it 's really really crazy um but you 've gotta check out some of his stuff man he 's super legit like i 'm trying to get him on my podcast like he 's just a good dude um i 've done a seminar with a matter of fact the first jujitsu seminar I ever did was with him oh yeah and uh and yeah, and just uh, just a super good dude really really rich and i mean you know he 's been around jiu jitsu forever, so you gotta you gotta check him out, man. He's a good dude. But I think it's like T I A G instead of T H. Yeah, Tiago,
1: no, it's Tiago. Yeah. That's and it's funny because I was just I was writing it down. That's how I wrote it down. I had um uh, one of my friend's sons. His name is Tiago, and that's exactly how he writes. So I'm just I'm accustomed to writing it that way.
2: Awesome. Yeah, he's a good dude, man. He's a super good
0: dude. Um.
2: Yeah, I don't know, dude. It's. She just changed my life, man, and I just want to change everybody else. And, so know,
1: what's like next it. for you? I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I know you're you're recovering still from surgery and stuff, but, what you know, what do you see in your well, future?
2: Well, man, I mean, I'm. Um, you know, I'm training full time now. Um, I'm working again. The the shoulder's probably never gonna be hundred percent. It's about eighty five percent right now, and to be honest, man, that's probably where it's gonna stay. That's probably not gonna get a whole lot better. So I'm I'm living with that, coping with that, trying to work around that. Um Uh you know, dude, uh as far as the future of my jujitsu, um, the sky's the limit. I mean, you know, uh to be honest, man, my real passion um, look, I'm never going to be a world champion. I'm just not. You know, I'm not a Buchecha. I'm not a Leandro Lowe. I'm not a Roberto Jimenez, the Connor DeAngelis, I'm I'm not those guys. Um, do I love competing? Absolutely. Do I love uh, the art? Absolutely. I. But I love watching other people excel. Um, you know, man, my dream um, really is to. Have the podcast be able to, to support me to where I don't have to work a full time job anymore.
1: But amen, also- amen to that. Because that's <laughs> that—that'd be gold right now.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, that's. I think that's all of us as podcasters. I think that's all of our goal.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and you know, I, I got to thank you. I um, because of you, I'm. I'm I, I had to make an active. I go, you know, I got to do this again. I haven't done a podcast in so long. And when you reached out to me, I was like, no, you know what? We got to get this done. And then, you know, I had that mix up with, uh, with my schedule and I'm, thank you for, for rescheduling. But I was like, no, I need to get this done. Uh, you know, the people want to hear the people want to hear me.
2: Dude. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like, so the whole thing is like. I've got something, you know, I've got something to offer and I want to, I'm willing to put myself out there to give it away. And, and you're exactly right, dude. Like, I, cause I, I looked up, that's kind of how I, I found out about you, believe it or not. Like I was messing around and, uh, I was like, well, I wonder if there's any cool fat boy jujitsu stuff out there. <laughs> and that's literally what I typed in and the fat boy podcast came up and I was like would you shit and so like I looked on your Instagram and everything else and uh, like your uh your talk episode is amazing. I never really knew a lot about keto.
0: Mhm.
1: Oh man, thank you know, I I'm I'm helping and throughout like this whole hiatus that I've had I've kind of tried to help coach as many people into keto as possible it's it's hard cuz I get a bunch of messages every day and 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 what I've kind of realized about it like I want to give people as much information as possible but and and not to sound like a dick but unless you do a hundred percent, you know, a, a lot of backup supporting research, the, whatever I give you, it's, you're always going to need help. Right. Whereas, and yeah. what helped me was, okay, if I'm going to do this, I need to learn this so that I don't have to ask people. And I know the answer, you know, and I don't, a hundred still, I still don't have, you know, the hundred percent of the answers. But right now sitting on my desk, I have eight different articles that I'm, you know, I, I don't, I skim through them and, you know, find, try to find interesting shit. Um, you know, cause I got, you know, I, f- I work a full-time job. I have two kids, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking training, like training for uh, crazy for this triathlon now. Um, and, and, you know, teach the jujitsu class, the kids jujitsu class, go to my jujitsu class. Um, I'm a, I'm a Cub Scout parent. So, you know, I have all that, so it's like I can't 100% devote to that, but I can try to read as much as possible.
2: Yeah, Yeah, well, I mean, and even even just the information, you know, the finite amount of information you've had so far, man, I mean, it's helped me get a better understanding of how it works. So you know, is
1: that something you, you plan on doing in the future or has it yeah, helped you? For
2: sure. Yeah, well, for sure. I mean, even so far, like, you know, uh, being able to like eat eggs and peppers. Cause dude, mm. those are two of my favorite things. You know, I'm not a big dairy guy. I don't eat a lot of stuff like that, but like, you know, to have egg whites, a couple green peppers, uh, you know, in the morning.
1: Oh, but don't don't even just eat the egg whites, eat the fucking yolk too, man. Enjoy that yolk.
2: Like, just, so I don't have to just eat egg whites?
1: No, man, that egg white thing that's... is kind of bullshit, really. That really? you know, Yes, you, you want the fats, you need the fats. Okay. The egg yolk, yeah, I... so good for you.
2: Okay, good. You see, and that's what I'm, like, that's what I'm trying to, because, like, what I'm doing right now is I'm just looking at, like, keto recipes. Mm-hmm. Like I look up keto recipes and I go, okay, breakfast, lunch, dinner. Cool. So this is what's on the menu for today. Like I know how to make this or I had the ability to make that or whatever, you know?
1: You you know what my breakfast was today? Four, was four eggs, um, four eggs, two tablespoons of heavy cream. And, um, you know, I scramble those up and a half a pound of ground beef. Yeah, that sounds good.
0: Oh, my God, it was fucking amazing.
1: <laughs> and I did this – this was after um, – you know, I went to jujitsu in the morning at 630. So I did yeah. jujitsu for an hour, then came home, changed, went to swim, did, what, 300 yards, 400 yards, came back home, and I, you know, ate that, and it was just – it was amazing. For
2: sure. For sure. It sounds like it was. But, yeah, man, that's – I mean, that's kind of what I'm doing now. You know, dude, just – I mean, just taking – trying to get
1: all the information about keto
2: I can mm-hmm. and then finding recipes and going okay that's easy to make I'll do that
1: so here's the crazy thing about keto you, you know we you really have to relearn your entire fucking life because all your whole life you're like oh don't eat this shit this is bad for you this is gonna fucking kill you and now I'm like I got a friend who she hates it every time I'm, I'm making a, a bulletproof coffee I put about four tablespoons of butter in my coffee I cut it up, put it in there, and I just sent send her a picture, and she hates it. She's like, "Juan, you're gonna die. You're gonna get diabetes." <laughs> but it's actually
2: super good. For
1: but it's it. But here's the thing, you know, you can say that to me, but I've never. I like over ten years. I haven't been the weight that I am. So I'm I'm fucking doing something right, right? I've never felt better. I've never felt, you know, more. The, the two things that I love the most about keto, the fucking amount of energy I have um, that I feel like I can kind of keep on going and stay up 16, 17 hour days. Easy, you know? Yeah. And and, and not just being lazy and those, you know, actually working out and putting in some work in those hours and and the inflammation I don't constantly feel inflamed.
2: Um, like, do you use CBD or anything else at all, like for inflammation or any of that stuff?
1: The amount of times I've used, it, like I, I've used, <laughs> I had a bad experience with CBD, and let me tell you what happened. So I don't, I don't really use it that often. But there was a there was a day that I was, re- I felt really shitty, and yeah. um, now. I've been keto at this, you know, this happened a couple months ago and I talked about it on the podcast. I I thought I had the stomach flu. It wasn't the stomach flu. I found, later found out because it just, it hit me one day. What happened was I thought like, you know what? I'm a fucking man. I drink three tablespoons, four tablespoons sometimes of MCT oil in my coffee a day. Like this ain't shit. Yeah. I drink MCT oil like crazy. I, but then again, I've also built up. Like I said, I've been almost a year key, uh, at this. At this point, almost almost a year. So every day, two or three tablespoons, like you know, two cough between two coffees or whatever. Not in one, but within two coffees or whatever. And then just cooking with it or whatever. Like I have a lot of MCT oil. Anna is fucking making money off of me. But <laughs> yeah, <for sure. laughs> so I'm like, you know what? I, I read the thing. And uh, the CBD oil says, take like five or six droplets. And I I look at the droplets and I'm like, they got this little test tube, you know, dropper. And I'm like, man, that that ain't going to do shit. This is oil. Like, it's got to be just like MCT oil. So I take two and a half tablespoons of CBD oil. Mm. And let me tell you, that cleaned me out. I could not... I could not function. I legit had to stay home from work one day because I could not. I thought it was the stomach flu. Turns out it was uh that. So I haven't really fucked with that since because I'm like, nah, I'm not. A I had a bad experience.
2: Yeah, it sounds like it, man. That, that's yeah, that's that's uh that's not how you take CBD oil. No,
1: uh, no, I um yeah, I I just some you know sometimes when you. When you don't read the fucking label like you're supposed to, shit
2: happens. Or you say, like, yeah, that that label can't be right? Yeah. No, oh, bro. No, I... <laughs> I, I,
1: okay. should, I should have paid attention to the label.
2: It's okay, man. It, it, it is
1: written on there for a fucking reason.
2: <laughs> well, I, uh... So, like, I use the cream, like, the salves a lot. Okay. And, uh... Dude, it's a game changer. I'm talking about on my knees, on my shoulders, my lower back. Like just taking the sabre, even the drops. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a company out there called New Leaf N U L E A F. And literally dude, you just I'm talking literally just a few drops. Like, nothing crazy.
1: No no just, two and a half tablespoons?
2: No, definitely not <laughs> two and a half tablespoons, bro. Like literally a couple drops right after you train and dude you will feel i mean just a world of difference like it's so ridiculous um and and i just i mean that's just one of the things that has really really helped me a lot um and and the reason i asked is because you know with the whole trying to go keto and trying to do all this stuff, I didn't know if you had any experience like with that stuff, like interacting with the high fats and all that. Because, you know, man, when you use certain things, even if it's natural medication, Mm -hmm. like weed or CBD or whatever, you know, when your diet changes, your whole body changes. And what you eat can help affect in a good or a bad way, you know, the medicines you're taking. So I just or the that. fact
1: that you no longer need to take certain medicines.
2: Yeah, exactly. Well, dude, there's the guy at my gym. Um, he was like 380 pounds and now he's like 275 or something. He's on. got his personal trainers, certification, um, and he does, a, well, actually the nutrition program that I'm getting back on. Mm-hmm. Um, at our gym, and uh, he was on, oh, dude, I don't know, a, a lot. He was on a lot of meds. Mm-hmm. And now he takes, like, one pill every other day. Like, and he was on, I don't know how many meds, but it was a lot.
1: Probably like me, like high blood pressure medicine, you know. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I took high blood pressure medicine. I still take, like, a, an allergy medicine, but um, I'm trying I to... Try take that sporadically because i don't want to i'm the more and more you learn about pharmaceutical companies i'm like fuck these
2: people yeah dude yeah big pharma sucks bro like it's yeah that's a whole nother conversation man those guys are correct crooks they're just crooks dude but yeah dude i'm just super stoked that like we were able to hook up and you know i can i can tell you know, some of my story and we can talk and
1: I appreciate just, it. No, you, know, you know, thank you very much. Um, I know you probably have to go. It's uh kind of late. Um, but so tell us where we can get your podcast from.
2: Yeah, dude. So my podcast is available on 11 different platforms. Um, and if you want me to, um, I don't know if you post you do descriptions on your episodes I
1: not as uh not as detailed as yours let me tell you
2: <laughs> yeah I do get a little carried away man
1: no it's great it it honestly it's put I'm like I saw I saw all of them and I'm like man I go I gotta start doing this this is great this I need to start doing this this is I, go, I like this I like so it's it's pushing it's gonna push me to do better on mine I promise
2: well dude, that's that's awesome, man. We can just keep helping each other. Um, but we'll... So, like... Everybody can... They can reach me on Instagram um, at the BJJ Power Hour. Um, they can literally Google the BJJ Power Hour and it will take them straight to... I have, like, an online store, but it's 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 not really working right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but they can find me on iTunes. They can find me, um, on anchor.fm, which is our host site. Um, I mean, man, I'm. let's see.
1: Well, I'll definitely link, um, your podcast, um, from iTunes and probably, um, on anchor. I'll, I'll link it in the show notes for everybody.
2: Yeah, man. Thank you. Cause that's where, cause like once they go to anchor, um,
1: They'll be able to download and
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, like, so I'm on anchor breaker, Google play, overcast radio, public stitcher, Spotify, Google podcast, Castbox. I mean, you're on everything. Okay. Yeah. Dude, like all 11 major platforms. I'm there. Sounds great. They can, they can find me through anchor. They can find me through Apple. Um, and, and yeah, that's, you know, like I said, Instagram's my main thing. We have a Facebook page. I control that too. Um, is that also the
1: BJJ Power Hour?
2: Yep, yeah, it's everything's under the BJJ Power Hour. Okay. Like, that's, I've uniformed it all across the board. Um, I've got a couple t shirts left. Like, if anybody wants to, you know, buy t shirts to help support us or whatever, um, I can all they have to do is message me and, um, I can get in the price on, on a couple t-shirts and show them what they look like. Uh, but yeah, dude, that's, I mean, it's real grassroots, basic stuff. Just anchor.fm. I'll send you the links. You can post it up and Instagram. I mean, will those do are two best ways to get in touch with me.
1: All right. Sounds great. Thanks a lot, Chris. And I can't wait for the next podcast with you, buddy.
2: Awesome. Yeah. I well, want me too, man. I really look forward to it. You have a good night, brother. We'll talk to you soon. You do
1: the same. Hold, hey, welcome back to the fat Boy podcast. So hope you guys enjoyed the episode. It was great to sit down and talk to Chris. Um, and I'm excited to see his podcast grow. He's had an amazing guest on. And um, I was actually listening to the one with Carlos Machado today. And it was um, very interesting. There's a lot of history that he's talking about that I didn't know about. And it's, it's good to hear. And you're hearing it from one of the best sources ever, right? But um before I before I signed off, I wanted to there's a, two questions that I get the most. Um and one of them is how has losing all the weight that I have affected my jiu-jitsu game? And that took a while for me to you know to look to look into cuz One thing I learned, and it, it, I used to think, oh man, you know what? I'm, I'm one, I'm really good. I'm a great, I'm a great partner because I never, ever use my size as a really great advantage. I'm very good at, at controlling my weight. And that's what I would, I thought to myself, and, and, I really wasn't told otherwise. And it's come to find out that I um I kind of relied a little more on my size before than than I thought I did. And it's making me work now now I'm I'm trying to play catch up and um working twice as hard to to you know and and, and well not working twice as hard. I'm just I have I'm I'm forced to refine my technique. Because of you know just my body changes, Um, and the the biggest one is my deep half. I my deep half was was a go-to, and it was always going to be a go-to. Like that's that was my bread and butter. And once you know, I knew once I you know got under your leg, boom, you're gonna get swept. And what I didn't realize was a lot of those sweeps came from the fact that when I got into that position, because of my, just my sheer size, the person on top was, was off balance the whole time. So it was easy to sweep when you're already off balance. And now that I'm not as big, uh, or, you know, I feel like it's much smaller person. It's, uh, it's not as easy, and it's very, very, you know, just having a refined technique. So that's one thing. The other question I get a lot is about my jujitsu strength and how keto is affecting my gas tank. So what I noticed was early on when I first started, um, doing keto, it, it was much more forgiving for me not to, or, or or to only drink water and not take in enough, uh, electrolytes, you know, like salt water, um, or then what I've actually been taking now is, um, I make a, i consider a tea but it's really like a chicken soup broth um just boil some hot water and take a bouillon cube put in the you know just a little tasa cup coffee cup mix it up just stir it stir it stir it i get it let it get um just a little you know warm less warm than, than coffee and bam bam it in one. Uh, you know just slam it. it tastes like a chicken soup it's amazing and um I've been using that a lot for electrolytes, and I noticed that if I'm not on top of my electrolytes, um, I start feeling like shit. Um, which is one of those things that I, you know, probably should have learned early on, and didn't. But I was a lot. It was a lot more forgiving when I was bigger, whereas now it's it's not. You know, you really need that shit. You need to be on point with bringing in drinking enough water, having enough electrolytes. Um, and the second, or the first part of the question about the grip strength is, um, I have lost some grip strength, but the pr- it's not um, overall. Like I feel like I've lost a little bit of strength, but it's also compared that I'm not doing actively doing anything to better it. And I haven't been for a long time, and because of that, my grip strength is weak, not because I don't think it's a hundred percent because of the diet, yeah, I feel a little bit weaker because of that, but it's not I think it's more I'm not training or focusing on that training, which is causing this and before I forget let me let me tell you guys these stats, you know, so um. As of right now, we are 40, like 49 weeks without a cheat day, right? I am weighing two, shit, the thing just went away. I woke up this morning and I was 223 and a half. 223 and a half. Bruh. That's, I'm, I'm beyond ecstatic. I, I remember the days that I was like, oh, you know, 250, I'm going to be great. 250, I'm going to be, I'm going to feel amazing. And guess what? At 223, I'm like, man, I can lose a little more. And, um, so I'm writing this, uh, this puppy's long out as I can. Um, I really enjoy the way I'm feeling. I really enjoy the the diet, and how I've, um, I've, it, it's not even a diet anymore, like, I've really made it a lifestyle, and it's easy for me now, and what, um, uh, you don't have to do keto, keto works for me, you should, if, if, if you've tried everything else, and you, you know, you're not, uh, nothing else has been giving you results, do I suggest it? Yes, but you got to go in, and you got to do it a hundred percent. There's no, this, this way of life, or, or, you know, even this diet, say, if you want to try it, you need to try it for at least six months and you have to be, you have to be perfect with it because otherwise it's not going to work. And it's not going to, it's not going to be because keto doesn't work. It's because you're not, you, you're not, you're not focusing on it. And that's fine. Cause you guess what? It took me three times to get this right. And each time before it was, you know, it was too hard as to, and, and it was just me not pushing through. And that's what I really, you know, that's what I really think it was. Is if I would've just, you know, things got difficult, things got, it hurt a little bit. It hurt a little bit. It, the cravings were a little bit too difficult to deal with. And instead of saying, no, you are not you do not need this. I gave in and I caved. And guess what? If, if I wouldn't have done it and if I wouldn't be doing this 46 weeks, you know, or 49 weeks, if I wouldn't have made that decision, um, to be like strict keto, I would probably still be, um, cheating here and there, you know, it's yeah. It's I say it's gotten easy for me because it has because I I learned how to make it easy for myself. You know, this behavior of of being you know making sure that I'm clean on my diet. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know cheat or anything like that. That's a hundred percent a learned behavior. You you are gonna want to do it, and you're gonna want to do it because of how good you feel that when, uh, in September, September 22nd, when I had that sushi, let me tell you, I got back to the office and I felt like ass. I didn't feel good at all. And I don't want to feel that way anymore. And I know if I step out, you know, that's what's going to happen. So I don't really need to. And I feel fucking amazing guys. I'm, I am i am three. That's a number that man amazing and I'm, I'm excited to see where this goes and you know i'm excited to have you guys on the ride with me so thank you very much gentlemen this is uh ladies and gentlemen this is uh the end of uh the podcast please if you can do me a favor like subscribe on itunes send me some reviews this would really help um and uh Give me some reviews, and I promise it's not going to be another six weeks or seven weeks before another podcast. We got this. Love you guys. Take it easy. Good night.
0: Thank you for listening to the Fat Boy Podcast. Have a nice day.